0: Most teams that are doing some form of Agile are doing a daily scrum, a daily stand-up meeting, right, Mm -hmm. where people, teams, rather, are coming around, meeting together at the same time every day. Typically, it's in the morning, and we like to say in scrum, it shouldn't be more than 15 minutes. It should be just a brief kind of meeting for the team to collectively say, hey, are we on track to meet the sprint goal? And We could talk about that another time. But if your team is hybrid, not all in the office, mostly uh, remote or all at all remote, this daily sync up meeting, especially if it happens in the morning is a, an excellent opportunity to bring people together, to have that connection. I'm not saying you have to do some, uh, especially not a forced kind of team activity every day or a cheesy question, you know, to kick things off, but, you know, try it. If it works, that's great. The thing that I'm looking for at that daily sync-up meeting, especially in the morning, is do we have a process where we can hold each other to account?
1: Hey, welcome to Leading Agile Sound Notes. I'm Dave Pryor. I'm here with my co-host, Vic Pernacci. Hey, everybody. Hey, Dave. We're still getting used to doing these together and and trying to come up with some interesting topics. So if you have suggestions, please send them to us. But today we're going to talk about something that um, Vic's been working through. I've been talking to teams that are also coping with it or trying to cope with it, and that is going back into the office because now the pandemic is theoretically over, although it feels like it might be coming back, and a lot of companies are demanding that people return to the cubicle farm. So how's that working out? It's
0: been a, um, a, a ride, right, working with each of these different clients or, or teams or whoever we're working with at various stages of making that decision and, and going back. Or as you said, you know, maybe there's another wave. Are we then reverting back to our, yeah. our homes or wherever it might be? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a muddled up mess, if you ask me. Um, but there's certainly some tactics that teams can do to, uh, to keep that cohesion amongst the team. And, and I think that's what we're going to talk about here.
1: Yeah. And, and so some of them might be like fully back in the office after learning to work from home. Others, um, I've got some friends, I know you do too, that are doing like a half and half, like
0: right. half
1: in the office, half at home. And in some cases, they're not even coordinated. It's like you just have to show up for three days to justify the expense of the facility.
0: Um, That's right, and that makes it very difficult on team members who might be expecting to uh, to meet with you in person. They they yeah. maybe value those types of meetings better versus someone else is like, oh, I get all the information I need off of Slack or asynchronous communication. So it's good to be on the same page as your teammates, yeah, uh, in, in those situations.
1: And a lot of what we do is is rooted in a, a framework or frameworks that were designed for people all to be sitting in the same physical space. Yeah but that's not always the case and as we learned during the pandemic you can't actually survive without that right
0: you can survive and we've we've talked about some challenges you you've talked about them on your podcasts on this podcast i've talked about them uh in places as well um all the various tips tricks tools you know process changes improvements that you would have to make going from an in person 100% the time uh environment to now everyone working uh, individually from their homes. That was a, a, a cluster, to be nice, right? A, yeah. a nice little situation that happened back two, three years ago. And now over the last few years, we've seen that it's it's been hard on people in many ways, not just... Uh, working together effectively, but it could have taken its toll through symptoms of uh, like mental health issues, loneliness, depression, things like yeah. that. And there are many of resources for people to discover more about that. We don't have to dwell too deep on that. We're not but qualified
1: I, to help people with that.
0: Certainly, certainly. Um, <laughs> but the thing I wanted to bring up related to that though is you know we, we've just been through this whole set of changes over the last okay. two, three years getting adjusted to that and now, depending on your organization, depending on your geography, um, depending on uh, just your team, even some of us are now moving back, as you said, to either full time in the office or some hybrid, you know, and yeah. hybrids don't work. And, and I totally agree with you The whether you're talking about Scrum or some other agile way of working uh, collectively together is, is one of the biggest uh, benefits uh,
1: and drivers of a lot of that type yeah. of work. So, what can team? What do you? Th- what have you seen teams do that helps with this? Helps them cope with making this switch to like half and half? Sure,
0: sure. So, if you have a scrum master, that a lot of this, um, I'm calling to you right now, the scrum masters, uh, to <laughs> to lead the charge. But team working agreements should always be reviewed, especially in cases of uh, hey, we're going to make this switch. It was just mandated, perhaps, by our organization that we need to be on site more often. Um, so update your team working agreements. You should be doing that anyway. But yeah. in the team working agreements, I'm looking for things like um, days where we're all going to be in the office together, days where um, you can't count on people to be in the office together. So you don't always as a team have to be in the office on the same three days a week. But hopefully there is some set of days. Maybe it's Monday and Friday. Maybe it's Wednesday and Thursday, whatever it is, where you can count on everyone being together. And then as you're updating your team working agreements and the schedule, make sure that your meetings reflect that, too. If you want a sprint planning where everyone's together in the same office or refinement or uh, sprint review or whatever meetings you have, make sure that you align those with days that uh, people are together.
1: Yeah, Um, there's a whole bunch of things running through my head when you're saying this. And one of them, I'm thinking about it from a very selfish perspective. If I I mean, I'm somebody who's worked from home for a long time. I know you have, too. And I and I thrive that way. Um, when I'm in an office, I am far less, I feel far less productive because I'm always being interrupted and distracted and, you know, all the stuff that's going on. If I had to go into an office three days a week, that would mean there'd be three days a week where I would plan to get nothing accomplished because one, I'd be spending a lot of time in meetings and the rest of the time I'd be coping with the recovery of the fact that I'm somebody that loves working at home alone. And now I'm like surrounded by people and I have to wear pants and (laughs) all the other things that go along with that. Um, That's tough, right? I mean, have you seen people like kind of
0: struggling with that? Absolutely. And what you're talking to reminds me of, um, I'm similar to you. I'm I'm, maybe I'm not as similar as you, but um, I'll qualify myself as being an introvert, right, where I like to get my recharging uh, when I'm usually typically alone or in smaller groups. But mm-hmm. some people are the opposite, and they may be more extroverted, and they need that time uh, together. So every every person yeah. is different, and hopefully your team is, is dynamic enough that there are people of – all across the spectrum, right? Of whether they need that, they're more introverted or extroverted. Um, So again, I think that's a conversation, whether it's around kind of team values, how do you like to, what do you value? How do you you work your best when you're by yourself, when you're Mm -hmm. in proximity to others, when you're in the same room as others, or they're just available over Slack? I think those are valuable questions to have and then consider the balance when putting together a schedule.
1: So that, that, Kind of takes me to a really interesting point. Like when I think about teamwork and agreements the way we used to do them, it was Mm -hmm. always how do we as a team decide that we're going to like cope with having to work together. But Now (laughs) there's a chance to to approach it from the perspective of, I would like to be able to show up for my team in the best possible way. and Part of that is I need to let these people know this is when I'm at my best to interact with you. Um, And if we have everyone doing that, then maybe collectively we can design a workflow for our collaboration that allows us to be making the best possible use of that time when we are together.
0: I love starting off, and and we both work at Leading Agile, as we said at the top here, but I love when I'm working with teams and um, starting to either start from scratch a team working agreement or or revisit what they've already got. Starting off with those questions, Dave, like what's valuable to me uh, to show up to work? What do I hope to get out of it other than the paycheck? You know, what, what do I need out of work? Also, like, how do I work best? Like I I talked Mm -hmm. about just a moment ago. So I think that's always a good, uh, technique to use and revisit, uh, when you're, whenever you're talking about the team's working agreements.
1: Okay. And what else, what about routine things like that that can make it easier for the folks that are there?
0: Sure, sure. So uh most teams that are doing some form of Agile are doing a daily scrum, a daily stand-up meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Where te- people, teams rather, are coming around, meeting together at the same time every day. Typically it's in the morning. And we like to say in scrum, it shouldn't be more than 15 minutes. It should be just a brief kind of meeting for the team to collectively say, hey, are we on track to meet the sprint goal? And We could talk yeah. about that another time. But if your team is hybrid, not all in the office mostly uh, remote or all at all remote this daily sync up meeting especially if it happens in the morning is a, an excellent opportunity to bring people together to have that connection i'm not saying you have to do some uh, especially not a forced kind of team activity every day or a cheesy question yeah. you know to kick things off but you know try it if it works that's great The thing that I'm looking for at that daily sync-up meeting, especially in the morning, is do we have a process where we can hold each other to account so that if I show up and I say, hey, everything's fine and move on, that kind of implicitly gives me and and signals to the rest of the team that I'm not really like, I don't have a plan for the day. You know, I I don't know. I'm just going to kind of amble around with whatever. And if we are working from home and we've been doing it for months or years now, Um, a lot of us may have lost a lot of those, um, good discipline habits that we might've had in the office. So I think using that early morning meeting or first, first meeting of the day to hold each other to account and kind of win the morning, win that meeting by, by connecting with each other and, and, and following
1: up on this routine, that could be very powerful. (laughs) You you triggered something in me. So first I want to, I want to echo something Ron Jeffrey said to me one time in an interview. Uh, it's sort of like, yes, ending what you just said. So yes, the idea of us holding each other to account, but, what Ron said we should do is hold each other up. So yeah, if I, I saw somebody who didn't have a plan, like, Hey, you know, what's going on with you? Do you need anything? Um, and, and I would feel obligated to tell my team, if anybody said to me, like, let's win the morning, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. come at you with a bat. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah. that, that's, that. The, the whole thing, I mean, they, they tie together for me in that we have to be patient with ourselves and with one another and realize that some people, this is going to be very jarring for us. some people want to do it. Some people won't know how to do it. Um, and we have to be constantly checking in with ourselves and with our team members and seeing like, okay, what, what new adjustments do we make? Cause this is a whole different thing, right? We were in the office then we we're at home. Now we're like half and half. We're learning a third way of working together.
0: Right. Um, yeah, it's an ever-evolving way of working. If you think about it, when we first yeah. showed up in the office 20 years ago together, however long we've been together, we had to relearn every time someone joined the team. Every time we had yep. to move from one side of the floor to another with our cubes, you know. Um, so it's an ever-evolving, I think, set of working agreements and, and ways of working together. But you're okay. absolutely right, and and I do uh, acknowledge kind of what Je- what Ron Jeffrey said. I think I like his language a little bit nicer than than what I heard. And, and I think the bottom line in that is just speak. The words or the language that your team does. So if, if if they're not all, some people are win the morning people, but if if your team isn't, you don't want to get hit with a bat.
1: So well, I think maybe it's both because I used to feel like it was one or the other, but now I'm thinking yes, I would want I would want to know that people are going to hold me to account, hold me accountable. But I also would want to know that if I if I fail to deliver on something, they're not going to like tear me apart. They're going to sure. they're going to support me. Yeah, because um, it is a, a big part of this now. Um, and where in the work cycle would be a great place for us to check in and see what we need to change?
0: Uh, well, certainly the dailies. But if you're doing Scrum, you've got an end of a, an iteration opportunity in the form of a. Actually, it's a double because you can use the sprint <laughs> review for that as well as the retrospective. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah, go. so you could check in with your stakeholders. Yes, and see how this is working for them. And then use the retrospective. to focus. That's like a whole new dimension to the sprint review. Um, yeah. How is it working for us as a team? And maybe look at the team, if you haven't already, start to look at it like a system, a system that's relearning how to work together. And we're going to have to keep tuning that up.
0: Yeah. Nothing says you, you can't do a mini retro at the end of a review while you've got your stakeholders there. Hey, is this format yeah. working for you? Is this time and day working for you? You know? Yeah, returning on the
1: interaction mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, um, very good. Also, let them know what you need too. Hmm. Um, are there any other things that you feel like you've learned during the the pandemic that teams should just automatically do? Um, I think the last thing I'll say, and
0: it kind of echoes what we've already said, but the importance of connection is Mm -hmm. not to be discounted. Uh, People working from home, even if you check in with them and they sound good on the other side of the line, you don't always see their face though because maybe their cameras are off. Um, Connection is so important that I would encourage you if you are remote, turn on your cameras if at all possible. I get it. Sometimes you need to have it off. You're eating. You're in a room with other people. Whatever.
1: I don't know. You're a lot more tolerant of this than me. I am am cameras on as as a requirement now. And I know that, you know, people can make an argument. Well, it might make some people feel uncomfortable. Like if you're on a team and we're on camera, we're trying to talk and we want to communicate, well, you need to be on the damn camera. So turn it on. I don't care if you're eating. I don't care if your pets walk by or your kids walk by. Like to me, that is something we have to make allowances for because that happens to all of us. But um, the sacrifice you make by leaving the camera off it interferes with your ability to communicate with people's ability to connect with you. Um, I don't know. I can't, I can't make room for that one anymore, which I know I should, but I can't. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the
0: wall. I'm an accommodating coach. Let's say that. Uh, but, but I'm with you. I, I, I'm a tolerant always... bastard. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Keep that connection ratio high is what I would say.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, any final words,
0: tips, suggestions? It's rough, uh, just keep communicating if you're the scrum master, don't take a non you know don't take silence as consensus on this uh keep asking the question how people are doing if they're getting what they need, and if not, don't be afraid to say hey let's let's look at the working agreements or, or let's talk about it
1: yeah and and maybe I even have a conversation about what does silence indicate yeah oh right? yeah, for if people sure, choose to be silent, maybe that's a way of signaling something too um I think the uh, only thing I would add at the end is just try to be patient with people because um, it's hard for all of us and we're going to have to learn how to do this thing together and it's going to be just as hard as it was to learn to work from home. I think this is a wrap, Dave. Uh, people right.
0: can reach out to me at uh, Victor. It is Victor.Bonacci <laughs> at leadingagile.com. I know it says Vic in the in the video here if you're looking at that, but it's Victor.Bonacci.
1: Or Dave Pryor at leadingagile.com. And if you have topics... Uh, questions things you want us to talk about let us know and we'll put them in here so thanks for watching